All right, hello everyone. We're back with another episode of Non Sequitur Nerds. As always, I'm Tim, joined by my buddy Ian. How's it going, bud? Going pretty good, dude. Uh, I think we finally figured out the camera positioning type thing, so that's... Yay! <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, no, things are going Things are going good. Uh, kids are on spring break. Oh, yeah. I... Uh... You know, I am I am part of the strong crew that have been vaccinated now. So I was gonna say, as I just got mine today as well. So, Let's yep. Uh, you know, what what can we say? We got a little prick, and we uh, we're now all happy. So and sometimes it takes. That's all it takes is a little prick. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, today uh, we're gonna talk about we're gonna kind of focus fire on a topic that we've broached the subject on several times, something that, we, that has come up during conversation and those kind of things. But uh, tonight, folks, we're gonna be talking about uh, MMOs, mm-hmm. uh, MMORPGs, uh, more pigs, uh, whatever you want whatever you want to <laughs> refer to them. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna cover that topic tonight, which is uh, a favorite of Tim and I's. Um, we, we've played a couple over the years. I mean, I, I don't know, it. man. It's I don't know. We experience with those is kind of limited. I think it might be a short show. I mean, all right, I good know. night, everybody. Right? Yeah, I think we'll just we'll, we played yeah. Roblox once. Yay! <laughs> so um, anyway, we will go ahead and start things off. Um, but uh, in order to do that, we have to take you on a trip down memory lane Ba-la-la. to a time Ba-la-la. back before the internet was. Back in the age of dial-up. Right, where, you know, the, the <laughs> baud rate is... If your mom picked up the phone, you got disconnected. <laughs> that, that happened a couple man. times. Right, which may or may not have happened uh, all that often. But it's, anyway, I we're think, going to... I think MMOs are the reason that my mom got a second phone line. <laughs> Because she would, was it for you or for her? I mean, you know, <laughs> chat rooms were also a huge thing back then too, and she liked those. So I mean, you know, six one way, half a dozen the other. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yes, we're we're taking magical journey back to the land of yesteryear, uh, mostly back to the land of uh, what was it, Fadeware? Uh, uh, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know the the magical realm of uh, you know elves that living in trees. Uh, what we are, what I have, of course, am alluding to frequently is uh, one of the quintessential classic MMOs from back oh, in the, yeah. the mid '90s, uh, which is EverQuest. Yep. Um, I don't know that it qualifies as the first MMO. Nope, uh, but... it was not. It was one, yeah, like I think one of was... the first big ones. Yes, it was one of the first big ones. So EverQuest. Um, I actually have a bin of old crap in my closet, and I have my EverQuest CDs, and I think I have a map. Uh, you know, I have a, a map of uh, that area of the, the game and whatnot. But one of the thing, I mean, you know this. One of the things that I've always loved collecting is maps of video game worlds. So, mm-hmm. like literally every expansion that had a map in it, I still have the map of it. I mean, I nice. I, I have a tub full of just like paper maps, cloth maps, like whatever kind of maps I could get a hold of for games. I just I love collecting those. But yeah, yep, EverQuest, man, that takes me back. Yeah, and uh, Tim was the one who really kind of got me into those MMOs and yeah. got me into games. He had played EverQuest, I'd seen him play it at his house, you know, usually while I was just like hanging out and, and whatnot, <laughs> just sitting on his bed reading his manga, uh, his I'm... weekly Shonen Jump. Um, man, that's, yeah, I got, I forgot about that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were weebs before it was cool. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> So, um, 
Yeah, you know, we I decided to I got a computer uh from a friend. Um they, they just didn't want it anymore. I paid him, you know, I paid him like 150 bucks for it and got a computer, it could run EverQuest, got a, you know, a line up into my bedroom and you know, the history was made. Yeah. Um it's actually we, kind we of had interesting. We a lot of adventures, dude. We had a lot. We did have a lot of adventures, but it's interesting actually now that I think about it. The the monthly subscription cost for an MMO really hasn't changed in 25 years. EverQuest was yeah. about 15 bucks a month. You know, like, I had never thought about that until you brought it up. I mean, like, you look at services like Xbox Live, which is rel relatively newer service, and, like, you know, they, they've had price increases, they've had, you know, changes, but, yeah, MMOs have typically been 15 a month, actually, yeah. Huh. I think there might have been some, I mean, there might have been some economical research about that in reality. It's like, what is, what is the point that the, what is the price point that the most people are willing to pay? Right. And I'm sure if, if they charged more, people would still pay it, but there would be right. less people. Right. I mean, you look so at, you it's, look at it's actually an economics, it's, it's a microeconomics class, which is something that I <laughs> took in you know, last uh, winter where, you know, it's, it's the, this supply and demand curve type thing. And right. I, you know, um, yeah. That so, way. right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I watched the Snyder cut. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I wish I had four hours to just waste. Um, yeah, but so, yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting to me that an MMO hasn't changed prices yeah. in... I mean, you've, you've got some that kind of dip down like the $10 range. Um, and, of course, now I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, it's, yeah, like 15 bucks seems to be the magic number. Well, fourteen ninety nine right. seems to be that magic number. I mean, And generally, and generally speaking, sorry, uh, not to cut you off, but, yeah, no. um, you know, a lot of the MMOs, you know, they do the subscription things. And obviously, it's a monthly sub or whatever. You can pay, you know, you can prepay like six months, like uh, World of Warcraft does that. Where right. It's like if you pay for six months, then it's actually like ten ninety nine a month. And if you prepay for a year, it's like right. eight ninety nine a month. They give you a discount for locking you in because they know if you're willing to pay it, pay you to play it for that long, you're probably going to stick around. Probably. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Kind of. Uh, well, anyway. I mean, unless you're like me and my, uh, uh, I played Knights of the Old Republic on and off. And there was one time where, like, I had paid, yeah, I was doing, like, month to month. And I just completely forgot about it for two months. Like, I saw it come out of my bank account. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably either play that or cancel it. And then after, like, three months went by, I'm like, I, I really got to cancel this. Because that's, you know, money that's just gone now. So right. I, I logged in, like, the day before uh, my subscription was going to re-up again canceled it but like with them uh with knights of the old republic or uh sorry with old republic excuse me um if you're a subscriber you get uh like their in-game premium currency you get like a small stipend of it every month yeah so i logged in spent all that on cosmetic stuff and then went all right i'm going free to play <laughs> so i had like so, a bunch of extra races and stuff unlocked uh some extra kyber crystals so yeah and and with that one we can circle back to it but they also if i if i remember correctly um They'd also give you that currency if you had an authenticator on your account and whatnot. So uh, I, well, I, I have an authenticator on my account. I can't get into it because I can't unlock the, my account. And it's really stupid because you can't open a support. Yeah, I have one too. It's in my drawer. <laughs> so, uh, But I switched to the mobile authenticator. Oh. But every time, you, but whenever you switch phones with that app, it makes yeah. you re-authenticate. Yeah. The problem is in order to, in order to open a support ticket to get them to, to update the authenticator, 
I have to have the authenticator to log into the account to make the support ticket. Yep. So anyway. So, so okay, uh, kind of p- piggybacking off of that real quick while I'm thinking about it. So the thing about the authenticator, I had forgotten about that, and I couldn't get into my my original Old Republic account because I just I could not remember the email I had it tied to, couldn't remember the password, nothing. And then randomly one day I'm like, I didn't try this email. And I tried it, and from where I had an authenticator on there for the last several years, like, oh, that's a lot of cartel coins. I'm a buy yep. stuff. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so yep. going back, EverQuest, EverQuest was the first MMO that you and I played. Yep. I mean, we, we play, we, I can't even count how many hours we put into that game. Oh, God. Uh, how many hours did we, well, I mean... So let's admit, how many hours did we sink into it and how, into actually playing, and how many hours did we sink into retrieving our corpses? Well, okay, yeah. I mean, that's still playing. That's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Do, do, do we want to bring up the Crushbone incident? We'll, we'll get to that. But, you know, for folks that don't remember uh, back in the original EverQuest days, so when you die, it's not like World of Warcraft where you die and you, you spirit walk to your corpse and then you can, like, resurrect with, you know, within a radius. Within EverQuest, when you died you resurrected back in whatever like your hometown was or like a red stone or wherever you're, you were soul bound to. Yep. But naked yep. with none of your stuff. <laughs> yep. And you had to walk your happy ass back over to your corpse. Yep. And it wasn't even that like you get within a radius you had to... and you can just, and you can get your stuff. You yep. literally had to walk. You had to loot your own corpse. Yeah. <laughs> there was some like, it was so bad that I think you and I both did this. We had macroed like there's a, a, a mac you could uh, there's a keybind command that you could use for to tow or yep. to drag your body. Yep. Or to or so, to drag somebody else's body too. You could correct. You, you, so you, you could can, give somebody permission to drag your corpse. So, so yes. like a random person couldn't come up and take it. I could give Ian permission to drag my corpse to like hey take me back to a safe spot. <laughs> Right. We, yeah, so, we did. We had that mac road. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, because we died so much. Yeah, we, we were did. terrible. Like, well, I mean, like, I don't think we. I don't think you and I have ever ever <sighs> said that we were awesome at video games. We just like playing them. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, god. so you die and Ian you have to go and fetch it. Right. It's like, Tim, Tim, where'd you go? Oh. <laughs> and of course, we didn't have like headsets or anything like yeah, that. So we he's like typing messaging everything. me, like. Oh, Get man. my body, please. <laughs> yeah, man, so, those were the days. Yeah, but you know, EverQuest was—it was a simple UI. Not actually, it was not a simple UI. It was actually a very complicated, very clunky UI. But yeah. it did have a lot of customization functionality where you oh, could you know, drag and drop a lot of the elements. It was built—you could, you could kind of customize and shape it the way you wanted. To. Well, it was—it was either uh, EverQuest One or it might have been EverQuest Two, where uh, you could actually. Uh, players could make like custom skins. So you could change the look of the UI, mm-hmm. which I mean, that was one of the first <clears throat> first MMOs to let you do that, as far as I know. And it was really yep. like you you could add like and you can even add in UI elements. I think that might have been EverQuest too, but you could add in like okay, well you know based on the damage I'm outputting and the damage that my party's outputting, what's my aggro percentage? So if you know if you were the tank, you could see where your aggro was. Versus if you were the healer, you could see where your aggro was and go, okay, I need to back off or I'm right. going to die. Everything's going to kill me. Right. So, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, had that one. I had that, uh, that UI. You and, I, you and I both wound up playing Wood Elves. Yep. Because um, we're like, oh, it'll remember, just be what easier. Class, the same what uh, class did you play? I, I think I, I want to say Ranger is what I mainly played. I played a Ranger too, and I know yeah. that because... Uh, 
a little no, uh, unbeknownst to most people, um, EverQuest did this weird thing where actually, like, your race and class combination affected how much experience you needed in order to level up. Yeah, it was, it was really And neat. Wood Elf Rangers required the most experience to level up in the game. <laughs> Which, you, you'd think, like, okay, you think, you think Wood Elves, you think, all right, they live in the forest, they're very in tune with nature, they're hunters. So you think Ranger. No, no, that, that 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 was a lot of work. Yeah, it was, or, and I think the easiest to level, I believe, was like was a, a dark elf. Probably, I, I mean, because you know, if you people have, if if all our listeners haven't uh, figured this out yet, I fancy bards. Um. <laughs> oh yes, you do. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I know I played that. I think that I think the race that was the easiest to level was, I believe, the dark elf death knight, or the necromancers, wasn't it? It was either the Necromancer or the Death Knight. It was something to do with the undead. It was something to do with undead, and it was one of the evil, the quote-unquote evil races. Right. I, I, I think it was Necromancer, because I remember I, I, I had a side character. Uh, if my sister's listening to this, I can I can already hear her laughing. I had Joe Bob the Necromancer. Uh, mm. the, my redneck, my redneck drow Necromancer. I remember but, that uh, one. Like, he just leveled up so, like, so super quickly. Right. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll, well, you know, it, Ian's not online. I'll play Joe Bob for a little bit. An hour later, I've gone up like 10 levels, you know, without even trying. Right. Meanwhile, I get online and spend 10 hours on there and I go up a level and a half. I'm yeah. Like, right. So, yeah, oh, man, it's. EverQuest. But, yeah, EverQuest was what really got us into it. Like, we enjoyed playing. We had a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, and, you know, Tim and I, we didn't really play with a whole lot of people. Like yeah. we just kind of, you know, explored and did a lot of, did things on our own. That was kind of the beauty of EverQuest yeah. was like, it didn't re necessarily require like a lot of people. It did require a little bit of skill. Uh, right. I think something that both Tim and I lacked. Just a little. Um, I mean, really about, about the only people that we ever like played with beyond each other. I mean, like w there were a, a few people that like, just from seeing them online a lot that we played with on and off. But I mean, mainly because like my sister is the one that got me into EverQuest. Yeah. So I, I think, like, we would play with, well, and by play, I mean, she'd go, all right, you guys suck, here's stuff. Here's some mm -hmm. gold, go buy something that will make you not die in 30 seconds. And you died on the way to the shop. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, we had, a, we had a lot of really fun, good adventures in that. Yeah. And we, we can circle back to the Castle Crushbone incident now. So uh, in oh, EverQuest, uh, in, the, in the Wood Elf starting, or not in the starting area, but in an area near the Wood Elf starting area, there was uh, uh, an offshoot area called Castle, or, uh, Castle Crushbone. Or Crushbone Keep. And it was Crushbone Keep, yeah, yep. whatever it was. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it was an area that had, like, hostile NPC orcs. And you would go in and you'd raid, you know, you'd raid the cat like... It was it was a progression progression area. So the outside of the keep was, you know, lower level stuff, yeah. not as difficult. Like further back in to the area in the ground level was was higher stuff. But as you went into the keep, mm -hmm. the level or like the difficulty the difficulty curve quickly went. Whoop. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, and the problem being, like the orcs that were in the keep were tough, but you know you could yeah. get through them and whatnot. The yeah. problem was when you got to the the throne room because yep. there was, uh, you know, King Crush mm -hmm. uh, that was there, yep. and then about ten feet to behind him and to the left, I think, yep. was an NPC Drow yep. named Ambassador Din, I believe yeah. it was. Din or Jin or something like that, yeah. Yeah, Ambassador Jin or something yeah. like that. And I don't remember yeah. what class he was, but... Death, that's what class could, he was. 
he was about 20 levels higher than 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 King Crush. So you had to be extremely careful if you yeah. were trying to pull King Crush because yeah. like you'd have to like stand all the way back, tuck yourself into the corner, and the like toss a penny is <laughs> just enough to get Crush's attention so yeah. that he'd wa- so that he would come after you and Din wouldn't aggro. Yep. And you'd have to stand back in the corner because it was very common back in EverQuest <laughs> that when people were raiding it, you would just see a yell through in the zone going, Din train headed to zone <laughs> yep. and like some dumbass has accidentally has accidentally aggroed Ambassador Din yep. and is he's now hurling fireballs while you run through the zone. And that was the other thing is the ag- there was no de-aggro radius. Yeah. So that... long as you were in the zone, they would chase you. Yep, yeah, they would. And they wouldn't stop until you left. So when somebody yelled, then train to zone, that meant you get the hell out of the zone or out of the way of the yep. exit. Yep. Because it wasn't that they would snap back and run back to where they were. If somebody was around that exit when they de-aggroed, guess who would they would go after? You! Exactly. So, so and you would literally just see you'd see the ambassador, then you'd see like ten orcs following him, a few stragglers behind them, and then like one random low level orc, you know, picking up the rear. Right. <laughs> Work complete. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was just a, it was a, an experience to yeah. say the least. And yeah. It, there was a time that, that Tim and I raided oh, yeah. uh we went to raid Castle Crush and we're there. We were actually with a group of people. Like there yeah. was a group of, of like, other players that were just there. Four or five of us, like all yeah. like, I, I think a few of us actually did form a party and then like a few others were like, yeah, yeah, you know, come along. And I, I think we were we were relatively high enough level at this mm. point where Din wasn't as big of a deal. Like yeah. if we focused on him, we could kill him. Right. But I remember we were we went up to the throne room, we mm. aggroed crush somebody accidentally aggroed din and then some was me and then some dumbass who wasn't in our party came screaming up the stairs towing like five or six uh like orc guards and at that point we're just like nah we can't we're not like somebody yelled somebody yelled bail out bail out and so there's just people diving out of windows (laughs) i I, I remember seeing it was it was uh Another wood elf that, like, as soon as somebody yelled bail, I just see him go bolting and dive out the window right in front of us. And, of course, when yeah, he... Yeah, but there went, was a tree went, on went, the other side of the window. Well, yeah, well, and when he jumped out the window, a few of those orc guards, like, went towards the window. So I'm like, all right, cool, there's our exit gone. So we all turn tail, start running the other way. Now, the thing about the keep is it, it was very well decorated. One of the features they had was a blood fountain that came out of the wall, and it landed in, like, it looks like a little pool. The thing about this little pool is it's big enough for a player to fit in, and it's, let's see, two wood elves, uh, an ogre, and one other human-sized thing deep. As we found out, or as I found out, being on the bottom of that pit, <laughs> with the ogre above me, Ian above the ogre, and then the other person above Ian. And I just remember looking up and typing out, because you could you could drown in this game. You could drown. Yes, and very so, quickly, too. Yeah. So I remember, I, I, I angled the camera up, stopped for a second, typed out, I'm going to die, and the last thing I'm going to see is ogre junk in my face. <laughs> and I, I, I yep. think I think like we all started managing to get out because I think the person on top was waiting for everything to go by, not realizing that the like he could bob up and get air, and the rest of us were drowning. So they all right. get out, and I think I, I got out like literally as I'm about to die, and then I I'm like, all right, I see an, oh, that window, I'm going to dive out. So I dive out of it, overshot where I was going to land, 
and like hit the ground with a bunch of orcs all around me. Yep. It was a great so day. guess it what? Was a great day. That was a corp. That was a corpse. <laughs> that run. was a corpse run. And I needed to do a corpse run. <laughs> yep. Um, I think I made it out of there. If I didn't, I th- then I, I died so. near. The, I near. The, I think I died near the zone. If yeah. I did, if I didn't survive, and so I was able to quickly and easily get my stuff back. But right. um, uh, yeah. So and then there was uh, it was Tim's ever ever hated Bixies. Oh, like because okay, they like I would fight one and then just like the hive would go that guy. Let's go. Let's go wreck his shit. Every right. every time, every time, and I'm and they still angry would. about it. I'm still angry about it. And to this day. They would promptly go and wreck him. Like it'd be like, like, okay, they're all like level two. I'm level fifteen, level twenty. This will be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. How do you defend against that? You yep. don't. You don't. <laughs> and I think you had to fetch. I think you had to fetch like five corpses. Oh, it oh, was like, like a, day, I, a day when I would fight those, and it would never fail. Like, all right, hey Ian, I, I picked up this quest and. Oh, we gotta go kill Bixies. Oh, we should be okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And then, like, what what went from a simple fetch quest of "bring me five Bixie wings" turned into "I'm going to murder their entire species." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I, I remember. I hate Bixies. I hate Bixies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. EverQuest uh, holds obviously kind of a special place in our yeah, hearts. But, a little bit. You know, we you know, after EverQuest, uh, I think it was we graduated and you know, kind of moved on to some other things. Yep. Um, Obviously, right around that time, World of Warcraft became really big. It's which, still really big. Yeah, which, I mean, like, admittedly with that one, like, I was late to the WoW train. Like, you oh, were, I was you, too. Well, I mean, well, you, I think you got into it before I did, because you were always, like, a huge Warcraft fan. Like, you loved all their RTS yeah. games. And, like, I, I played them, you know, in passing, but, like, Ian was, uh, like, I remember when, when WoW launched, or, like, right before it launched, they had, like, a limited time thing where you could just buy a lifetime subscription. And it was, like, the equivalent mm-hmm. of five years worth of playing. And like you debated on getting that, if I remember right, because you're like, this is something yeah, I, I debated it. I just couldn't work. I just couldn't work it financially. Right. Well, I mean, now you know you've played it on and off over the years. It, it would have easily paid for itself. Well, yeah, you but know? you know, tell that to a, tell that to a poor eighteen year old who's right. you know trying to figure out gas money to get to school, right? Right, exactly. But um, like, I, I yeah, I mean, world. Like, I think I got into WoW. I want to say like expansion two or three so i mean it wasn't I think it was two yeah or, or burning crusade yeah so that was the first expansion okay so expansion one so like yeah. i wasn't an at launch player but i mean i i you know i played it at the time i mean i like i thought it, it, it was good like i like it but i'm not one of those people that has played it like you know has never had my subscription lapse i don't think i've played it in God, probably three four years yeah but i mean it's, it's well i mean but that's what you and it, I each played. Yeah, I mean, it's still one of the it's still one of the quintessential quintessential excuse me MMOs. It's right. very still very popular. Has yeah, a huge player base. They continue to release content and expansions and things like that. And you know they've had their 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 stumbles and their falls and yeah. and whatnot for some of the expansions. Um, Warlords of Draenor was considered one of the weakest ones. And while the story was interesting, the gameplay was really kind of repetitive and right. was pretty boring. Like it actually was pretty boring. Um, <laughs> You know, Wrath of the Lich King was probably one of, if not my favorite expansion. Um, well, I mean, because that one, like, really, like, heavily leaned on Warcraft 3 story, which I know you were a huge fan of. Yeah, I mean, because they have, uh, and I love I love Blizzard and, and their, their mythos, their lore that they pack they into these lore. things. Starcraft, 
yeah, StarCraft is amazing. Warcraft, the the lore, and it's just the characters were so engaging, right. and you know they they really allowed you to to kind of sink yourself right into the middle of this story. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, World of Warcraft has been fantastic. It was it was a great it was a great MMO. I actually still have a sub. I I did right. a <laughs> I did a six month sub about five months ago. I haven't played it in like three months, right. but uh, I mean I. Yeah, so it's it's still one of those things that I you know, I've I've I'll keep it patched and I'll pop into it occasionally and just kind of fart around. Like they they definitely enabled it so that solo content is much easier. Oh, okay. Or uh, and mu it's much easier to play solo in the game. Oh, right. On. Um, the other thing that I discovered with with that with World of Warcraft is that my preferred play style in MMO is as as a tank. Right. Like you, I'm I the type. You, you were always the tank when I played WoW with you. Yeah, because one, it makes random dungeon finding easy because everybody needs a tank. <laughs> yep. Uh, two, um, solo play, it may take me a little while to kill things, right. but you can't freaking kill me. Right. Like, yeah, that's the advantage of a well-balanced tank. Right. I am the equivalent I am the equivalent of a bullet sponge. <laughs> like, I, I play a paladin tank, so I have, oh. like, self-heals and stuff like that, right. and, and a crazy amount of AoE damage. So, you know, I... It, it's, it was not... And I, I, I tanked for my, my guild, my raid guild, back yeah. in the day, and it was not uncommon for, uh, for me to just go ham in <laughs> rooms, like, places that I knew we were... We were going to be fine on. I would just like run through and pick up like fourteen mobs and just Dude, stand yeah. there. I remember you doing that too several times. Yeah, I would just stand there and like the healers would be, you know, the healers would only be focusing on the uh, two healers focusing on me because no one else is taking damage. Right. So everyone else is just sitting there nuking the crap out of everything else, and See, I'm th just. Th that's how you know you have a good tank when the healers only focus on them. When the right. healers are having to focus I... on everybody, that's when you have a problem. Right. It's either you have a bad tank or you have an overzealous rogue who doesn't understand what moderation is. Yeah. And usually for those kind of people, I would just let them die. <laughs> like, especially for, like, raids and stuff right. like that. Like, you pull aggro off of me, that means that what you're doing is you're caring more about your damage charts than you are about the actual, like, teamwork and, and getting through this. So, right. I'm gonna let you die. <laughs> I mean, fair. Like, yeah. That's not my problem, but yeah. yeah. So World of Warcraft continues to be huge. I don't think we really need to focus a lot of time on WoW. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's it's one of the, it's one of those games that like everybody with even a, a passing knowledge of MMOs, I imagine at this point has at least heard of WoW and knows that hey, that's a thing. Right, and like, probably played it at one point because yeah. they send out like you know if you're if you've got a Battle.net account, they'll send out yeah. like seven free days or something like yeah. that. And you can actually sign up for the game for like seven free days. Or you can, uh, I think they... Well, so don't they have it I where think you, like, you can play up to level 20 for free? Yeah, it's a starter account. They, well, yeah. now that they did the level squish, because World of Warcraft, before this last expansion, went up to 100, level 120. Which, which, honestly, I think is a little ridiculous. Right. Well, I mean, this last expansion did a level squish, so they okay. squished all of the stats, and the level cap is now 60 again. Okay. See, like, I, I, think, yeah. I think for an MMO, at least for, for this style of MMO, like, a level 100 cap is, is a good round number, in my opinion, because, I mean, it gives you a, enough room to, like, keep advancing through the game, but doesn't mm -hmm. make it so high that maybe some players might feel intimidated by it and stop, or even, like, long-term players, it might get to be too much of a grind. 
yeah. you know and that, that's the problem like that i think that's a problem with a lot of non-mainline mmos is which i mean we'll talk about ones that maybe that you and i haven't played together but i think a lot of mmos they, they try to emulate like a wow style of game which i mean it's it's wow's got a great formula i'll admit it they've got a great formula they obviously they know what they're doing they've been going strong for years now but a lot of mmos will try to emulate that and even getting one little thing wrong and trying to make a wow clone makes the entire game feel off i think it's really i mean it really kind of depends on play style right yeah. like so it, you know there's another mmo out there eve online uh it's spaceships and you stuff know, I, like that I, I played it for a little while it, it's it was fun but wasn't my cup of tea Right. Anymore, this like, I know a guy who, who spent years and thousands of hours in EVE, and yeah, he even here. admits that, he even admits that, like, EVE anymore, it's not an MM, like, it's not an, an RPG, it's yeah. a massively multiplayer Excel spreadsheet game. Dude, well, like, especially for, like, a lot of those people that run, like, some of the, uh, like, the big, like, mining corporations. Mm -hmm. Like, a, a buddy of mine, uh, that's all he did was mine. He didn't do anything else in the game. And, like, last I talked, I don't know if he even plays Eve anymore, but last I talked to him, he has spent probably the first year of gameplay just optimizing his ship to effectively be an unkillable mining machine. Like, it could sit there continuing to mine while just about any other ship was just raining fire down on it, and he just shrugged it off. Nice. And, I mean, now, like, I mean, he was, at the time, I mean, this, again, been a couple years ago, was in one of the largest mining corporations in the game. Gotcha. So, I mean, it just... But it's it's yeah it, it's it was fun, but I didn't see myself paying to play it long term. It's yeah. it's free to play now, isn't it? I don't know. I don't I'm know. not sure. But yeah, so Eve was one of those games that I don't think we can really talk about. We didn't yeah. we didn't get really heavily into yeah. it. And there and let's admit, folks, like there's dozens, if not hundreds, of MMOs out there at yeah. this point. I mean, oh, uh, so it's hundreds. Yeah, so it's really hard to talk about all of oh, them. Okay. We're not going to cover them all. We'll probably just cover the ones that you know Tim and I have actually yeah. had some experience with. So, um, you know, I played a little bit of EverQuest two, um, which I, was the I the, played that the, a lot more the than sequel. Did. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was it was uh, Sony had it out as uh, free for a while. Yeah. Like you could you could download it for free. You could play it for free and and whatnot. So I I played it. I I had fun, but it was one of those things where it was like. I always felt like I needed, like I needed to play with a group or with somebody else. So like playing solo was just boring. See, like I think that's kind of part of the reason why you and I didn't play it. I spent the majority of my time in EverQuest Two doing furniture crafting because you remember they, excuse me, they introduced like player housing and it was, it was one mm -hmm. of the earlier games to do it. Not the first, again, not the first. That's that's kind of EverQuest's motto is not the first, but we still did it. And you could actually, um, in the crafting make furniture for houses so that's what i spent a lot of my time doing was crafting furniture for my own house but also crafting some of the, the rarer furniture to sell and then use that money to get you know some of the stuff i need while i was out gathering other stuff to make more things and lather rinse repeat just because i i thought it was so cool that like a lot of other games when you go do crafting it's just you click on it you wait for bar to load and you either made the thing or you failed at making it with everquest yep. the crafting benches like your character was actually like pulling a saw back and forth he was sanding stuff like there was actual animation for it which I thought was I thought that was really really unique at the time, so I spent just uh, probably ninety percent of my time on EverQuest two making chairs. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> well, the the other thing for me was that um, uh, the 
with with that game, mm-hmm. um, I want to say that it was it was like a pay for premium type model. I believe with, they well, did when, have... when it first launched, it was just hard subscription. Yeah, but, but then I think they transformed it. Yeah, it, it later, and I only picked it up when it when it was pay for premium. Okay. And my problem was that like one of the premium features was the player housing. Right. So you either paid for a sub to get decent player housing, mm-hmm. or you had to pay an exorbitant amount of in-game currency for right. to maintain a house every month. Right, and it was basically a shack. <laughs> right, and yeah. like it was, it was like five hundred plat or yeah, something like, like that for what what right? would a what basically was like a cardboard box behind a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> right. So it was like, that was a, like that was a really cool thing to me, but I just didn't have the time, nor did I want to pay for the game just right. so that I could have a shack. Right. So and I never got me angry, paying the but... subscription for it. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it was a fun game, like, but I always felt like I needed somebody else. Like I needed something to do. Like, right. And like, I mean, like it, it didn't, while we both played it, that, that, I mean, you guys can obviously tell listening to us, it didn't hold that same spark that EverQuest 1 did. I mean, EverQuest 1, yeah. like, pretty much, we would each get home from school, eat, do our homework, one of us would do our homework, um, and uh, then we, we would just play all night. That, that was yep. pretty much a daily thing for months. EverQuest, oh, 2, yeah. EverQuest 2 was more, oh, all right, I'll, I'll hop on, oh, Ian's not on, oh, Tim's not on, and might play, might not. Yeah. You know? I mean, I saw well, I saw a lot of fun with it. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I mean, it was again, it was enjoyable. It just, it wasn't. It didn't have the spark, and it, it just felt like it was missing something right, to me. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I played it, and then I I got out of it. Um, there's another MMO that I played. I don't know if you ever played it though. I don't know if we ever really talked about it. Do you remember Rift? Yes, I, I played it briefly. And by yeah. briefly, I mean, like, I did, like, the 30-day trial and maybe played it five days total. Yeah. A lot, so, lot of it was because I, I think at that time, our schedules just weren't lining up. Or maybe we played it at different times. And mm-hmm. that was one that, kind of the same thing you had with EverQuest 2. I felt that I needed somebody to play with in that game. And I didn't really know anybody that played it. And, you know... So I just never really got into it far enough. I I got in I got it or got it and got into it because uh, my buddy Cody mm-hmm. uh, told me about it. He and his brother were playing it, oh, and so okay. I'd I'd pop on and I'd um I, they weren't always on like when I was so yeah. like it I still did a lot of stuff by myself. Right. And it was a game that you could do stuff by yourself. It wasn't. I mean, it had interesting mechanics, interesting mm-hmm. story. Um, was was it was just one. I might, one of thinking, those... I might be thinking of a different MMO. Was that the one where, like, a central part of the gameplay was your character had wings? Or that thinking... was a different... I'm... You're thinking of... Was it Aeon? A- Aeon, that's the one, yeah. That, that one I, I, I played for a while. But yeah, I like, never got. I never played Aeon. I mean, there yeah. were t- there was just there was a lot of like there were there was a point in World of Warcraft where, and like there was a good point where like there was a big high profile MMO. It seemed like coming out every other week. Right. Or, or, well, then there was Guild was Wars, attem- or what was attempting to be a high-profile MMO. Right. Right. So I, you know, I played Rift for a while. Interesting concept. Interesting mechanics. Yeah. Again, just felt like it was missing something. Right. And that, uh, that seems to be a, a lot of these ones that you and I had like a passing uh, relationship with. It seems to be that that's our common thread. Is there's they weren't bad. There was just something missing. Yeah. I mean, now you know another one that that. 
I don't I don't think you played uh, City of Heroes slash City of Villains. I played it very briefly. Okay. I think I have the trial for it. Um, but again, I never subbed. I never subscribed to it because I think it was around the same time that World of Warcraft was out. So I think so yeah. I I chose to spend my money on World of Warcraft and can and played that right and see, while you while you played City of Heroes slash City of Villains. See, and I, I remember that uh, this was when Sam Goody. A lot of Sam Goodies were closing down when they mm. first started that. The one that was closest to me, like they knew me on a first name basis because I was in there all the time, like mainly browsing their anime section. Um, and they would they would special order stuff for me all the time. They had a catalog there. But anyway, when they were going out of business, I remember seeing the there was a collector's edition of City of Villains. And it came with the game, came with like an art book, uh, maps, postcards, uh, hero clicks of some of the, the iconic villains from the game, which I, I still have them. And it had like a year of game time in it. Well, they also had like the 30-day like prepaid cards you could buy. And I remember one in, I was looking at him one day, and, and one of the guys there is like, you know, hey, Tim, you know, are you thinking about picking that up? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's on sale because you guys are closing down. And he said, come back tomorrow. He said, I'll set it back for you. I'll set back as many months of time as you want. He said, starting tomorrow, this thing's going to be like 90% off. Like, and 90% off the prepaid time? He goes, yeah. Set it all back. <laughs> and I like, think they had like five like month cards left. And then the, the, the collector edition, it was either six, or, six months or a year, anything, something like that. But anyway, right. by, by the time it was said and done, I had over a year of game time. And, like, all together, I think I maybe paid, like, 30 bucks for everything. And, like, I, I played the crap out of that. Like, I mean, that was... I, I love superheroes, obviously. Um, right. But, like, I remember, like, I, I thought that was so unique that if you were playing as, like, the hero and villain, they were technically... They were running on the same client, same graphics engine, all that, but you bought them as two separate games. So if you yep. wanted to play as a hero, you had to buy a copy of City of Heroes and get the key for that. If you wanted to play as a villain, you had to buy the key for that at the time. And like yep. I just thought it was so neat, because it was kind of that, that riff on World of Warcraft, Horde versus Alliance, but it was heroes versus villain. Right. And, you know, so like I didn't even remember, like I made so many villains in that game, and at the time, that was one of the most in-depth character creators for an MMO. Like, mm -hmm. I, I love just how customized you could get. I mean, and now, like, you look at MMOs and it makes this look like nothing as far as customization goes. But right. I, yeah, that, that was when I spent a lot of time on that. I just I love playing a villain, and that kind of led into you know years later there was Champions Online, which which is still going. It's free to play. I'll still like I still have an account. I'll still hop into that every so often. Again, but that one's uh, that one's another really fun one. I, I again I love the superhero genre. So any superhero MMO, even like DC Universe Online. I still hop onto that every so often because again it's it's free to play. I don't have to worry about a commitment if I don't want to pay for premium. Right. Um, but I mean, I think those are those are three. Like the first one, you, you kind of you kind of skipped on. Um, but then yeah, I think Champions. I don't think you ever played. I, I tried talking. No. I talked you into it, or I tried to talk you into it. And the DC Universe, like I'm ninety nine percent certain you've never even touched that. <laughs> no, I've I've not played Champions. I've not played DC Universe. Um. Not that I wouldn't give them a fair shake, but one, DC's just not been my cup of tea. I think we've had this discussion before. I'm yep. more of a Marvel fan, so and like I'm more of a DC fan, right? So, uh, which is funny because I'm wearing a kind of red shirt and Tim's wearing kind of a black shirt. <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> Marvel versus DC. We didn't even plan that one. I mean, it's, no, it's technically didn't. a Cowboy Bebop shirt, which right for those of you watching right. the YouTube video, you'll see a 
this shirt's yellow, but the green screen's picking it up, so I am transparent. Um, right. But, I mean, yeah, um, it's, you're a Marvel, I'm a DC. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, well, there was also, like, a string of kind of pseudo-copycat MMOs that came mm. out around that. So, like, yeah. for a brief amount of time, I played uh, DDO, Dungeons & Dragons Online. See, I, same thing. I, I We never played, like, this. this is the period of time where I don't think you and I were playing the same MMOs. At the same no. time, because like I played no. DDO online for. Did you do Lord of the Ring? Lord of the Rings online. Uh, it was under the. It, it's on. It's done by the same developers, yeah. or it's at least owned by the same company. So yeah. you could have done them at the same time. I didn't. Okay. Um, because I think I gave up on MMOs for a few years for, at that for, point. For a while there, you did, yeah. Yeah, I think I backed away from them for a while. You know, marriage and kids and, and everything else, it was just hard to find the time. Right. Um, and then I was traveling for work a lot. And when I wasn't oh, at yeah. work, you know, I, I was expected to be, you know, spending time with the family. So, right, right. you know, video games kind of took a backseat. And I've really focused, if I was playing video games, it was, you know, for single player type stuff. Right, something so. you, you could get your enjoyment out of it. Not have to worry about right. having others to get your enjoyment. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm... As much as of an introvert that I am, I always wind up being like the raid leader or people, yeah, yeah. people, I don't know, congregate to me or something. And I don't really know why. I just, I think I have the, I, as much as I'm an introvert, I can't stand seeing incompetence. So I just wind up <laughs> taking charge when idiots are doing stuff. So, so, so I, I'm not calling myself an idiot here, but like, this sounds a lot like when I know it's not an MMO, but when we play Valheim, it's, so Ian, what are we doing? <laughs> I've been walking around the camp for 20 minutes. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you like to admire the architecture and things well, like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's know, I, did a damn, I did a damn good job with, that, with those walls. I say the walls um, are good and so does the tower. Yes. It's a tower so, of um, teleportation. <laughs> yes, it's the, it's the conflux. Um, I need to put a sign on that thing. You really should. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Um, we we were in different MMO circles for, for quite a while. Yeah. Um, you know, when I when I think of trying to think about like some others that that came to mind, I was in the beta for ESO, uh, Elder right. Scrolls Online. See, like I, I played that, and like to me, it was like because I was like still heavily playing Skyrim when that came out, and like I played it, and I go, oh, it's Skyrim multiplayer. I'm I'm gonna go back to Skyrim. Yeah, well, I did when I did the beta though. Like it was like it was the three beta. week. Well, the beta was it, a lot different than the final game, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it. I think it has it has since transformed quite a lot. But I also played the beta. Like it was the the last beta before launch, but it was like three weeks before launch. Oh wow! And I played this beta, and I'm just like, this thing is buggy. <laughs> like, like, like this. It was bad. Like right. there were so many bugs in that game. Like just random stuff. Like stuff would disappear out of my inventory, or mobs right. would like teleport across the map. Oh man! Or <laughs> I would get teleported across the map. You know, just, just wind stuff. up getting yeeted into a mountain. Um, <laughs> you know, who, what? Who am I? Where are you, people? And where are my pants? I mean, literally, that's how the, what you described. The beta is that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I never picked up the game uh, yeah. after that because I was just like, I, I ain't buying this thing it, if it if it's this bad three weeks before launch. Right. I don't blame you one bit there. So, like, I've never gone back and played it, although I could because I have a um, Game Pass Ultimate, so I could right. go back and play it now, yeah. and, um, like, especially with the, the, the acquisition of Bethesda from, yeah. from Microsoft. And, like, from, from what I've heard, like, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my online friends was talking about it not too long ago, and it's, the game is really well put together. Mm -hmm. That's what I've heard, too. I mean, it's, it's, the, a, it's a Bethesda MMO that's actually good. 
Well, that's the thing is like I don't I don't think it's actually Bethesda. It's it's Zenimax it's online. Zenimax, which I mean, yeah, it's, it's the parent company. Well, it, yeah, kind of. Zenimax online is actually a spin-off of Bethesda. So there was a uh, there was like a um like a 2-hour thing that they they did right after the the deal with Microsoft and and Bethesda/Zenimax closed. Right. Um where they were like talking about like the history of the different of like Bethesda's 15 different studios and whatnot. They, so they've got a few. Yeah. Zenimax online was spun off of Bethesda and it was okay. put in charge of, you know, elder scrolls online. Um, but while we're talking about like Bethesda games, I'm also thinking of fallout 76, which like, okay. I, I, I played that for probably a good solid two, three months. Like mm-hmm. I, I gave, I gave it a chance. It was on sale. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this because I, I really like the Fallout games. Um, not a fan of New Vegas. Not because of the game itself. But because when I played it, it was still super buggy. And that, kind of like you with ESO, left a really sour taste in my mouth. So I've just never gone back to New Vegas, despite everybody saying it's the greatest thing ever. But So I, I tried 76, and I played it for a good couple months. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I still, I still obviously own the game. I don't think I've touched it in well over a year, though. Well, no, I, I, I played it last year uh, when, like, everything was shut down. Um, mm-hmm. When the world just said, oh, we're going to stop for a bit, guys. Um, I, I played, that's when I picked it up, actually, was mm-hmm. uh, in 2020. But yeah, it was less, um, than a, less than a year then. Yeah, my ex-wife got it for me. Um, I think it was a birthday gift, maybe, yeah. or just like a random, you know, I love you <laughs> gift okay. uh, type deal. Um, <laughs> for as much as that worked out. Um, don't choke on your teeth. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment. <laughs> okay, I almost died. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Friendship, folks. Um, yeah, but I, I played it for a bit, probably for about a month. It was just, it was also in the early release of the game. And yeah. the thing that just, that killed me with it, besides ghouls, was that <laughs> right. it was just like, it was so barren. Like, like that, that was yeah, my problem. I'll, was like, there was you. no NPCs there to interact with, and you could occasionally run into somebody else. Right. And if you were lucky, you would run into somebody else that wasn't trying to to rape you with a power fist. Yeah, I mean, like, um, like I understand, like storyline wise, why there's nobody else in the world because it's like you're like the first vault to open up. Yeah. So of course there's not gonna be a whole lot of people, and like I, I understand that like, they set that up thematically to make you feel like you had an important part in the lore and the history of the Fallout universe post the vaults being opened. And on paper, that sounds great. In practice, though, no, I'll admit with you, like, in those, like, couple months I played it, I can probably count on all my fingers how many other players I ran into. Yep. Just because it's, it was so, I mean, they've since added NPCs, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, I haven't played it since then to see if the game feels different. But, I mean... That's one thing that, like, if I was in charge of that game and could go back, you know, go, go back in time and fix that, I would delay the game and put NPCs in from the get-go. Have, you yeah. know, random NPCs, like, even, like, not even, like, shopkeepers. Like, maybe have a few here and there that have some sparse supplies, you know, a few basic things to right. kind of, you know, get you through things that they'd be trading. You know, but just even people just randomly walking down the road, you know, saying a random piece yeah. of dialogue, even something as small as that makes it feel like you're in a living world instead of, pardon the joke, a wasteland. Right. I mean, they they did have shopkeepers, but they were robots. They were yeah. automatons. Yep. 
So it was just like, well, this kind of sucks. Like, and you, you were basically chasing like people because there were yeah. people that did leave the vault before you mm -hmm. and you would find like their journals yeah. and stuff like that, but you would never actually run into them. So it was just like, oh, I want, I just want somebody. I want some social interaction. Welcome to right. 2020. Yeah, no joke. Um, and, you know, Bethesda has said come back and they have since come back and went, yeah, we, we may, we, we done goofed. We're going to fix it. Um, and 76 has actually seen a resurgence thanks to Xbox yeah. Game Pass, where their their player base has, you know, skyrocketed yeah. since being added to Xbox Game Pass. Every, so. There's now millions of more people that all have this game now. Right. So, you know, I might give it another fair shake in yeah, a, in maybe, a, maybe in a while. Too. Maybe it, I will, too. Maybe this summer, maybe this summer I'll, uh, I'll get back around to installing it and, and give it a fair shake. There but, you um you know, I'm also, while we're exploring the expanse of MMOs, I'm also thinking of uh, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Yep, like, you and I were, were talking about that a little bit uh, before we started recording, that, that I was actually well, thinking about going back to it. Actually, before we do that, we have we do have to technically go back, because fourteen was yep. not the first 14. Final Fantasy MMO. That, that belongs to, uh, yep, Final Fantasy XI. Uh, Eleven, yes, yep. and you played eleven. I never yep. did. Uh -uh. You and Kevin played eleven, didn't you? I think you Was played eleven with with Kevin because I think that came out when you guys were in college. Yes, yes, because the yeah, yep, we did actually play that for a good while. I, for, I forgot that he and I played that man. Yeah, that's been a day or two. Well, because yeah, the, the, so... the original version of it launched on PS2, and mm. there you had to go out. They had a special. Uh, it was a combo kit where it had the game itself had the hard drive for the ps2 which you had to have for this game because there's just more data than they could fit on a ps2 disc so you had to have the hard drive and then it also came with a combination mo uh i think uh, it was an ethernet adapter not a modem because the dream mm -hmm. the dreamcast had a modem and an ethernet adapter if you're lucky enough to find it here in the states i have one um <laughs> that's 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 my little brag there but um yeah I, I originally got that on ps2 and went out and got that combo kit and yeah, I, I played the crap out of that when it first came out on PS2. But yeah, I, I think you're right. He and I did play that on PC. Mm -hmm. It later came out on PC, I think. Yeah. I, I'm fairly I'm I'm fairly certain. I'm pretty sure that it did. But um, yeah, so then that was around for a while. It shut down many years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, but now there there's Final Fantasy XIV, uh, which is actually in its second incarnation at this point yeah because so well, it's, it's kind of neat the way they did it too because they they yeah. they wrote it off as uh because the, the first game had a just a metric crap ton of problems let's just we'll, we'll shorten it down yeah so they actually wrote into the game's story that effectively the world was going to be reborn and they actually had a, a, can, a canonized story of how this happened why it happened and then when the game relaunched, it came back as Final Fantasy uh, fourteen: A Realm Reborn because it was right. literally that. I mean, they overhauled like you know, everything about the game. It was a it was a brand new game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it was a completely different game. Yeah. I, and I will I will fully map it. I never played the original, hmm. um, but I did play fourteen for a little bit. I think I got a month sub for free, right, or something like that. Yeah. And I played through it, and it was it was fun. Like yeah. I enjoyed it. Like it, it's one of those MMOs that I actually wouldn't mind giving another crack. Yeah, same here. Um, let's, let's giving another crack at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's what happens when Tim and I wind up getting bored. Is we wind yeah. up downloading a game, which is why we played. Which is why I still have Genshin Impact installed on my computer. Because... <laughs> which, which, how many times have we played that since those first couple times? 
We have played it exactly one time. <laughs> Shut up, Paimon. I can't. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yes, that. But uh, but no, yeah. Um, uh, same same thing. I never played the original, mostly because you know I had seen so many reviews on it. Um, like I even remember vaguely hearing something about like one of the reasons the game was having so much trouble was. They they gave the example of I think it was like a potted plant or something just a thing in the in of the corner of a room had such a high uh, like resolution not resolution um what's the word I'm looking for polygon count had such a high polygon count no. that most computers couldn't even run the game on like low settings at a playable frame rate yeah and like I'm like I I'm pretty sure my computer can run that but I don't want to spend this kind of money to get a game that you know and that was just one of the problems but. It was the crisis of MMOs. I mean, not not quite as intense, but I mean, it had that same kind of thing where you had to have a pretty beefy computer to, to run yeah. this game in a playable state. Yeah. But when Realm Reborn came out, and like, don't get me wrong, like, the game still to this day, it's been years now, the game to this day still looks really beautiful. I mean, as a matter of fact, they've got a new expansion coming out here soon. Um, the game on the uh, PlayStation 5 is actually getting a, a full you know, 4K update to where it's going to look like... A modern game as far as resolution i mean the textures obviously are getting a little bit of rework from what i understand but not not a whole lot but the game like i still played it on my, my ps4 a couple years back um i mainly play it on pc when i do hop on but like it's still look it's still a really beautiful game is yeah. it the, is it the best graphically by today's standards no but it's still like beautiful game it's got really solid gameplay it's one that that's probably the most recent mmo that i've, I've gone back to when I'm not playing the other MMO I'm currently playing, which we'll touch on that here in a bit. <laughs> yeah, so the, you know, 14 is, is a great, it, it's transformed into a great game. It's probably in the top three uh, of MMOs right now, I probably. would say, which includes, uh, right, you know, I would say Elder Scrolls Online, mm -hmm. um, World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. and uh, Final Fantasy 14. Not in any particular order. Yeah. I think the, like if those are probably... Yeah, if somebody's yeah, those playing are probably an MMO, the top that's three. It. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Those are probably the top three in the MMO uh, sphere right now. Um, we mentioned it earlier, but you know, Tim and I both also played uh, um, Star Wars: The Old Republic, Sw yep. uh, Swotor, uh, which is kind of a spirit. Not really a spiritual sequel. It is technically a sequel to um, Bioware's Knights of the Old Republic series, um, which were fantastic games, amazing games, awesome. I would love them to do a remaster or a remake. So real, um, real quick, I just looked up um, Final Fantasy XI as of 2020 still has an active player base and still has the uh, subscription service going. It's 18 years since the original launch as of 2020, and it's, wow. it's yeah, that's that's some longevity right there. Let me tell you, for especially for an I mean, MF it still can't MO. still can't beat EverQuest because EverQuest mm. is still going, folks. It, it is. Uh, uh, a year or two ago, I actually re-downloaded it, ironically, because my sister, the one that got me into it, started playing it. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm feeling nostalgic. I'll, I'll go back in there. And I will say that they have changed quite a bit in EverQuest 1 to where mm. the nostalgia wore, wore off pretty quick for me. Yeah. Because it, they had changed just enough that it didn't have that same feel. And, like, you weren't, you didn't uh, come back and play it. So I think a lot of the, the fun that I that I had playing EverQuest was, you know, grouping up with you and, you know, and right. But between that, between the changes they made, it just, it didn't feel the same to me. And I didn't want to tarnish the nostalgia and memories that I did have for it, you know? 
I wound up downloading it myself as well a few years ago, yeah. and like I, I couldn't remember my credentials or accounts or anything like that, right. so I I just made a new character. But like I got in there, and it's just like the UI looked like somebody had vomited into the, yeah. you know, it had vomited in elements, and I'm like, I'm sitting here like trying to piece this thing apart to make yeah. it playable. I'm like, yeah, I, I give up. And so then I promptly <laughs> uninstalled it and moved on. <laughs> right. But I mean, um, it's, it's definitely it's. I mean, it was clunky back in the day, but there was no other option, so you you learn to work around the clunk. Now, having played games that know how to make a streamlined, you know, fantasy MMO, playing that, I can't overlook the clunkiness of it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it feels like an old MMO because it, right. it is. It is an old MMO. But uh, we were we were just getting ready to start talking about uh, the Old Republic. Um, you, I uh, I played it at launch. Um, I had a sub at launch. Uh, there was some buddies at work and I that that played together. Yep. Um, so you know it was it's it's an interesting game to me yeah, because it, it really it's a is. it's really heavy in the RPG element, like more so Very than so. than yeah. another MMO, like interactive RPG elements, like mm -hmm. talking, you know recorded dialogue M with multiple dialogue choices when you're talking to people right it, it right. felt, like, it felt the... like knights of the old republic it really did yeah. and it was a lot of fun and it was um once again i play you know i played on the on the republic side so i played a jedi um guardian which was yep. the tank yep of, of um, course you did <laughs> right my problem with that game was just it was so difficult to play as the jedi tank because you're not because of like really many handicaps. You just you had to be really high level to get good AOEs and right. distance attacks. Mm -hmm. So like you're fighting things that have blasters, right? And you're trying to get aggro from stuff, and like the only distance attack you had was saber throw, right? So you could you could do a saber throw, and then it's on cooldown. So you like have to like smack the thing in front of you a couple times, then run to go get to to attack the other dude who is right. now attacking your healer. And it was just it was really clunky. Whereas the the uh, commando tank, like they just load up their mortar launcher and just <laughs> and they have aggro on everything. It's like yeah. all right, well it's just easy button right there. Right. And see, like well when I played it, I typically played on the Sith side, and. Uh... Oh, goodness, what class was it? Um, is the equivalent of the Jedi Sentinel on the Sith side, and I can't for the life of me remember what it is. But, like, they had, I remember they had one attack where, like, you would just leap from, you know, a thousand yards away, it felt like sometimes. You'd leap at an enemy so you could get right there, draw a bunch of aggro, and just whack him with a double-bladed saber. And then same thing, I, I also played a Bounty Hunter. Who, same thing, it's all ranged and AoE, which I... I Admittedly, I like the Bounty Hunter class quite a bit. I mean, kind of the same thing as the, the Commando. It definitely was, you know, here's your easy button. But it was it was right. fun because just the amount of stuff you were throwing out at enemies, I loved it. Oh, sure. I mean, the Bounty Hunter, they definitely they definitely designed the classes with the lore and the, oh, yeah. and the universe in mind. Because the Bounty Hunter was the Swiss Army knife of, of the classes. <laughs> yeah, and while they, they had very similar, if not copycat, abilities mm -hmm. to its, its light side equivalent, um, you know, it just visually had a different feel to it. You know, you yeah. had wrist rockets, you had flamethrowers, you, you, yep. you were blasters, you're throwing grenades, you're, 
Yeah, I don't remember. Did they have? Did they have like the the wrist wire, like the lasso? Uh I want to say yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so, something similar to it, if I remember right. Yeah. So I mean, you were just you were the Swiss Army knife, and it yeah, just really it's were. all cool. Like the commando though is just like big gun. Right. <laughs> me have big gun. Me shoot. <laughs> boom boom. Right. Boom boom. You dead. And you know the Jedi classes. I, I'm a I'm a Jedi nerd. I'm a Jedi fan. I, right. I love like you know lightsabers and force wielders and stuff so, like that so you know the the, the um the yeah right the <laughs> dual wielder uh the dual wielder uh class um which is also what i do in kendo uh mm-hmm. nito style um is uh i think that was the was that the sentinel but i mean they were like the, the sentinels were the, uh primarily they were the, deep... the, the dual bladed lightsabers Okay, so it wasn't that. I can't I, remember what they were I th- called. I think they could still do dual sabers as well, if I remember right. Again, it's been a little while since I played that. Yeah, I can't remember, but the um, the the, the ones that could do double bladed, you know, or not double bladed, but wield two lightsabers, they were um, very much there. I want to say there was some class imbalance in this game, that game, because they were like very much glass cannon. Right. Like. Which, which high, admittedly, I like high glass damage too. <laughs> right, but like extremely high damage, but you have to kill whatever it is very quickly and right. then rest right afterwards. Otherwise, you're gonna get just muffin stomped. Right. Um, not to be confused with a muffin button. <laughs> muffin button. Uh, um, I didn't install a muffin button. Muffin button. Uh, rip abridged. Um, <laughs> yes. So, um, but like, like you know, we we're talking about you know glass cannons there. Another MMO that, that I've played still pretty recently, uh, Fantasy Star Online Two. Mm-hmm. That's primarily how I play my main on there. Is a glass cannon. He just walks in, wallops the crap out of everything, and hopes nothing gets a hit. But just does so much, just obscene amounts of damage. But I mean, that's how I have him spec'd. Is that he is. All da- all, well, all damage and all um, uh, PP, which f- photon points, yeah, um, which like is your your mana, mana, whatever you want to call it, your your energy bar, whatever you know, your, it is an yeah. MMO. So he just has a really high number of that, so I can just keep kicking out special attack after special attack, wipe the floor with everything, and then go. All right, I've got one HP. Somebody please heal me. <laughs> yeah, and, and he, again, see, I, if I, you I... look up glass cannon, you'll see a picture of Ulrich right there. Like, <laughs> and... Again, I mean, I played, I played Fantasy Star. I still have it installed, um, and I again play more the the bigger, like the hunter tank class, where yep. you know I'm, I am not the glass cannon, but I am, you know, I'm able uh, offensive. You know, I have some, I have offensive ability, but I, I have a lot of defensive ability. You know, I was able to time like guards right and. Right you know dodges and that kind of stuff and just i could just gather up a bunch of crap and beat the stuff beat the stuffing out of it right now no i i have since because since uh the game is launched here in the states they've released some of the classes that uh the folks in japan or people like me that played the japanese version here in the states uh the classes that they've had for a while so i've since switched to another melee class that my damage output isn't as high but i don't die after two good hits on me (laughs) So yeah, you have a little bit more utility. Yeah, and it, it's it's a lot more like fast paced melee action, like almost like you know. Kung you the katana kung fu. wielder? Well, okay, technically, technically he uses a sword, but I have a weapon skin on it that makes it look like a giant hammer. 
because this character, okay. or this character Ulrich. I mean, I, I think I've talked to you about him before. He's a character from a tabletop game that I played that I've just always liked this character. So when I can't think of a character to make in an MMO, I make Ulrich because I already like I, I I'm one of those people that I like to RP in my MMOs. When I'm playing as Ulrich, like if I'm if I'm whispering to people or talking in like guild chat or whatever. I'll typically just talk normal, but if I'm talking like out in the like just a general chat channel, I'm ta I'm typing out in character as Ulrich, and his his thing is he's always had hammers. When the game first launched, they didn't have a anything that looked even remotely close to a hammer, so I spec'd mm. him originally as a fighter, which is literally he runs up and punches things. But right, the, you have the like photon I, gloves or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And for a while, I had a weapon skin on him that effectively it makes your weapon invisible. So it looked like he was just punching things with his bare hands. And that was kind of like yeah. the, the the legend of Ulrich. But they had since came out with a weapon skin for the hammer, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to learn how to use swords now. <laughs> and I'd gotten so yeah. I got so used to my fighter and how I had my hotbar laid out that I was still trying to do abilities as my fighter class. While I was a different class, uh, I, th I think I, I switched to Hunter for a while. Yeah, because that's the one that uses the big sword. Yep, just so I could at least get used to it, how how swords kind of work before the, this new class come. The new class uh, hero is what it's called, and that's what he play. That's what my class is now is hero, which gotcha. is fitting. <coughs> Excuse me, but also you think. Yep, but I mean, Fantasy Star. I mean, that was one when the original came out on the Dreamcast way back in the day. I can't even count how many hours i spent in that game um that was oh i mean i mean i played a metric crap out of it when it came out to the gamecube mm -hmm. uh it was fantasy star online assuming that you actually had like the modem for the gamecube yep uh but you could play it locally and mm -hmm. i remember i played we played the crap yeah, out of it was it. like you, you kevin and i played the crap out of that oh yeah yep. like we had hundreds if not thousands yeah. of hours into that invested into that game yes, and our characters we like we were we were money capped like we had almost no inventory space for anything yeah, we had like, like the we max were, tier gear and we were still playing it right like we were out. just and what's what's interesting is like it had all of like four dungeons like there's only really four there was four worlds there was like right. the forest the cave uh the factory and um was it a desert no no it was like the dark it was like the darkness zone yeah, like the yeah. evil area or whatever yeah, yep. and that was in kind of the first area and then there was episode two which was in like the beach and then the underwater facility and whatnot so right. in reality there was really only like eight zones yeah I and mean, we just like each one had like several sub zones in it but usually two or three tops right so we would just like play the ever-loving piss out of this like yeah. Literally for hundreds of hours. Yep. And, you know, it, 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 we had so much stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah and we'd, we'd just, like, go and, you know, we'd play it on, like, ultra hard, like, the hardest difficulty that yeah. we could. And we would just, like, we would just be standing, like, standing there, like, one hand on the controller, just, like, reading, you know, reading a magazine or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. Everything dead yet? All right, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a while, yeah. Dead yet? Oh, yeah, there, it's all dead. I better move on to the next room. <laughs> yep. But we still so. enjoyed the crap out of it. Oh, yeah. No, it was a lot of... Like, I think part of... I think some of it was just like we were competing with each other to show yep. like who had the best crap. Yep. Because I, so. I, remember, I remember like we would all bring our memory cards over to wherever we were. It, it yep. seemed, with that one, it seems to be we would always play it at your house. 
Um, yeah, I think so. But, uh, yeah, we'd all bring our memory cards over, and effectively, you know, it was, <laughs> pardon the language, it was a dick-waving contest of, oh, look right. what my new gear is. Right. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. But like, uh, uh, we had talked about how uh, Final Fantasy XIV earlier completely revamped the game. Same thing. Uh, well, not, not the same thing, but a similar thing. Fantasy Star Online 2 here later this year is kind of doing a similar thing because it is, you know, an almost 10-year-old MMO at this point. You know, and here in the States, we finally got it last year. Uh, officially mm-hmm. got it last year, anyway. Um, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis, which they've been showing yep. a lot of trailers of. Uh, Japan is, currently has a closed beta test for it. Uh, one of my buddies plays on the Japanese servers, and he unfortunately wasn't lucky enough to get into the closed beta, but the the base game did get some of the graphics updates that's coming as part of this new thing. And like he's, he's been sending me screenshots, because you can watch a trailer. I mean, everybody knows how it is. The trailers never look like how the final game does. But he's been sending me screenshots of how it looks realistically in-game, and you can definitely tell a huge improvement. I mean, again, the base game is you know almost 10 years old at this point, Versus something that was just made for release this year. So, I mean, right. there's, there's a lot more options for the character creation, a lot more options for customization, which that's, especially in Fantasy Star Online 2, one of the big things is, is customization of your characters, which I think is why, kind of like how it was with, with uh, City of Villains, the customization. Like, mm-hmm. so many MMOs, like, wow, back in the day. You could tell somebody's level from a distance just by looking at what armor they were wearing, because everybody looked the same. I mean, they've since now came well, out yeah. with so much more stuff that it's, it's a, you can't really do that. Well, they also, you know, a lot of MMOs are doing this too, but they're adding what, what WoW, WoW has, which is called the transmog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's generally the the industry accepted term for it is right. transmog, where yeah. you you can get whatever armor you want, mm-hmm. but then in-game you can change the appearance to other yeah. armor. So you can customize mm-hmm. how your character looks and... Yeah. and, and in um you know in these games and uh so like you know you go into a battleground and wow and you see somebody that's wearing like a skimpy level one bikini or something like that and in reality they're wearing like tier 20 raid gear that just has been transmogged and then they wind up whooping the crap out of you well that's Um, that's kind of fantasy star kind of did a little riff on that where uh there are just a crap ton of cosmetic clothing options and same thing it, it it doesn't. It does not affect your your stats at all. The cosmetic mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so, like my character Ulrich is currently running around in a loincloth and boots. Yeah, that's, that's that, that, with that his tracks. giant with his giant hammer. Because um, that's Ulrich. Uh, any of you, like, if if any of my friends that I play PSO with are listening, you you know Ulrich. You, you know people yeah. people can spot like people can spot him from a distance because he has such a, a unique look. <laughs> One of the one of the few times that Tim and I actually played PSO two um, together was last year sometime I want to say um, I logged in and went to the guild hall mm-hmm. and Tim's just standing there with Ulrich who is completely naked <laughs> except he's covered in bubbles yeah like I still have that he's outfit. got he has bubbles around his crotch and his butt yep. and then like maybe in his hair and I just walk in I'm like all right that's enough fantasy star for tonight. <laughs> Well, okay, and... the, the funny thing about that, a lot, a lot of MMOs follow the trope, especially for female characters, where the less armor you're wearing, the better it is. Ironically, like, the bubbles in PSO2, the male version is more revealing than the female version, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, 
I still, yeah. I still have that outfit. It's in my storage. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's obviously a lot of MMOs we yeah. didn't cover. Um, you know, I, I kind of want to touch real quick on on one kind of subgenre of MMO, and I'm going to mm-hmm. call it a subgenre because I because I think that's what it is. Okay. Um, the, uh, the game Destiny by Bungie. Mm-hmm. One of your favorites. One of my favorites. I haven't played it in a while. That's Destiny Two is out. Um, but I would actually consider that an MMO. It is a massively multiplayer online experience. FPS. Yeah. So it is, it is still an MMO. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one, actually. I, now, I think Bungie, it qualifies Bungie because... Bungie won't call it an MMO. No, Bungie won't call it an MMO because you can still do... You can do small group and large group content. Large yep. group content is only six people. Right. Um, because trying to get anything more than ten people is like hurting cats. Right. Trust me. I know. I've organized 40-man <laughs> raids. It's. Uh, I would yeah. rather shoot myself in the face. I would, I would never do that. I would never do that. Um, I don't have the patience. Yeah, that's where all of my what little patience I had went <laughs> evaporated into. Um, but you know, I consider it. It doesn't have like quite the traditional RPG elements where you're like putting you know level up points into stats and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you do you can customize gear to have like certain stats. Right. I think there's only like five, five or six stats mm-hmm. that you can have in the game. But you can focus on that, and that will affect things like your melee recharge or your grenade recharge or your super recharge or things like that. So I think that still qualifies as an MMO pseudo RPG. Um, And I think there's a lot of games out there that are, that are similar to that. Like they have a large player base, like stuff like battlefront or star Wars Mm -hmm. battlefront, that kind of thing. I don't know that I would call that. That is a, that's a, that's a battlefield game. Like it's a, it's a massively multiplayer online battlefield game. Yeah. I don't think that quite qualifies it as an MMO. There's not, Skilling, there's not point systems and, and that kind of stuff, and then there's really no end game. Right. Well, I mean, right. same, same thing with games like like Fortnite or PUBG or insert battle royale game here. Yes, they are massive multiplayer online games, but I wouldn't qualify. I personally, I wouldn't classify those as an MMO. I mean, they I they, they, they meet the main criteria of massive. There's a lot of people. Multiplayer because there's a lot of people, and online because you are. I wouldn't say they're MMOs. I mean, they lack really any kind of definitive story. Like they right. don't have it, it. It does one thing, which is mm-hmm. battlefield esque, right? Online combat. Mm-hmm. Like there's no story. There's no driving force as to why right. you're doing this. Like there's probably I mean, a very so, a very loose story on some yeah, of these like, things. Well, but... Like Fortnite, to their credit, when, whenever they launch a new season, and like if you play the game, you know, and and look into it, there is there is actually story to it. There's a reason why mm-hmm. you know they update the map. There's a reason why they add new features to it. It's all tied to the lore of the game, which, admittedly, is pretty cool. Like my my son still plays Fortnite quite a bit, and like he watches all the trailers for it, you know, and he actually is like, you know, hey dad, you know, can, can we look up what this is about? And you know, I'll I'll pull it up. We'll do a little bit of reading and research on it. And like to their credit, they do a really good job of of mm-hmm. tying you know the story to the background of the game. But it's not like you're playing the game for the story. Right. K- kind of like, you know, another one similar to that is, uh, and I know you played this for quite a bit, Overwatch. I know we're kind of going out here mm-hmm. a bit, but same thing. Like, Overwatch, I never really got into Overwatch a whole lot, mostly because, to me, it was a Blizzard game without a story. Now, yes, mm-hmm. I, I know there's going to be somebody out there saying that, uh, oh, there's a story. there's a story to Overwatch. There is, if you go to their website and read everything. But the yep. story's not part of the game, which I, for me was a big turnoff, you know? 
Well, I mean, it's really kind of like uh, like League of Legends as well. Yep. Like, Th there's lore for League of Legends. Ask me if I know what it is. The few times I've played that game. Yeah, like you have to you have to go somewhere else to really yep. get that. Like, you don't get it. It's not a central component of the game. Like, characters and the world is built off of a lore. Yep. But you don't you, you don't, don't get the lore. You don't get the lore yep. by just playing the game. Yep, I agree. So it, it's not. And for something like League, uh, like uh, Overwatch, um, there's really no statting in that game. Like you yeah. pick a character that has that has specific abilities. You mm -hmm. don't like pump points into, yeah. you know, like their their strength or their you know their their damage or stuff like that. Like you pick a specific, like it's it's an arena game. Yeah, that's, that's what it, it is. is. It is. Yep. It, it's a it's it, it's an online arena game. Yeah. Which I mean, again, like like I I own Overwatch. I I played it for a good while. I mean, you, you got into it mm -hmm. quite a bit more than I did. Um, but it was, it was something like the story part of it and just the, I don't want to say lack of customization. Cause I mean, there was customization options, different skins and whatnot have you. Um, but there wasn't that, you know, RPG MMO sense right. of customization. Yeah. I think for me, and again, this is something that I've touched on multiple times on the, on the podcast, but just like any more, if I'm playing a game, like I'm probably not going to do something that's focused 100% on PvP. Right. Like I will play Star Wars Battlefront 2 because mm -hmm. I enjoy the game. Like right. I think it's fun. It has other modes and ways that I can play. Right. I mean, so heck, it's I'm got not a story just, mode, you know. Right. And I'm not just stuck, you know, on like a 3v3 getting, you know, getting my ass handed to me by some right. grouchy 14-year-old. <laughs> um so I'm generally not going to play a game just for PvP right. type stuff. So yeah, while I enjoyed Overwatch, I only ever played it really with other people. Yeah. So like, I never really did like pickup groups or just like playing by myself because mm -hmm. I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it as much. Right. I mean, it seems like that you and I are kind of of the same mind on that. That when we play MMOs, we like having other people, primarily people that we know. Or at least have a, a some kind of relationship with to get the full enjoyment out of the game. And I mean that's kind of what, what made MMOs as big as they were was being able to play with just a massive amount of other people, being able to make new friends. But I mean you and I, again being the introverts that we are, uh, enjoyed playing, you know, with each other or people that we, we personally knew. You know, or people yeah. that we, you know, back in the days of you know of message boards, people that we had, you know, formed <laughs> online friendships with. Um Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, we, we seem to both kind of be the be the same mind on that one. Surprise. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's fair, and that's that's a I think this is kind of a good way to wrap up the show. Um, but so you know, MMOs are around; they've been around for twenty five plus years at this yeah, point. Easily, you know, they're a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. you know, they're not for everybody. Yeah. But there's there's probably a game out there for you for your style. Like, and you don't probably have a free to... version of it. <laughs> Right, a free version of it, you know, freeware. We didn't even get into talking about like freemium or freeware, free versions or pay for premium or stuff like right. that. I mean, that we could do an entire episode on just those, yeah. those concepts, sub concepts of MMOs. But you know, there's there's plenty of games out there that you can enjoy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and if you like video games, you know, find one that you really yeah. like and find find a game that you can, you know, that really speaks to you. If you like PvP, go for it. Absolutely. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna meet you on the battlefield. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, I mean, I only really play because those we're games bad, that, right? Well, that, and I only really play PvP if I'm playing with other people and we can yep. laugh about, you yep. know, how bad we are. You know, if, 
You know, I don't. I, I generally don't like playing with people that are going to sit there and rage scream and break keys on their keyboards. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, I play some people take it way too serious. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think with that we could probably wrap things up for yeah. for tonight. But I think um, so. so yeah, MMOs they've been around a long time. Tim mm-hmm. and I have had definitely had our fair share. Oh yeah. Share oh, yeah. of MMOs in our lives. <laughs> uh, I got a couple of buddies who have probably played three times as many MMOs as me, you and I. Right. Um, and and I've played a there were a lot that I've played that I didn't even mention tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean there's several that I can think of that yeah. that are out there that I either have played or know of that we didn't talk about. Yep. But, same. Same. Um. <laughs> So uh, for, I think that'll do it for us for tonight, folks. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I think we'll go ahead and and sign off here. Uh, but yeah, so keep on gaming, keep enjoying what you do. Absolutely. Um, have fun. Uh, I am off work next week, so I will actually spend some time and update the website. Sorry. Hey, there we go. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I, I mean, I am. It's it's a few weeks. Yeah few weeks behind at this point and needs a, a fresh coat of paint and you know some of my pithy attitude uh, sarcasm <laughs> blog posts of course um so i will try to work on that next week again sorry about that folks uh if you're watching this late then um hopefully it's updated by the time you watch this <laughs> right it's hopefully hopefully it's updated uh so um yeah again catch us out on uh youtube uh you can also find us uh at uh, non sequitur nerd on twitter uh nerd because the s was too long yeah uh, so non sequitur nerd on twitter you can find us on youtube uh you can also listen to our podcast hosted on anchor.fm as well as uh places such as uh, google podcasts uh you can find us on spotify uh some of your favorite podcast providers i think we're still working on apple podcast because it's yes. broken yep. and not us yeah apple we, Podcasts we, is we, we found out that there is an issue they are they are working on it so we we are still i'm still very diligently uh working on that <laughs> as, as soon <laughs> so, as they get it fixed i will have it up and going hopefully <laughs> exactly so uh i think uh, we'll go ahead and sign off uh for tonight so anyway for non-sequitur nerds uh, i am ian and i'm tim We'll catch y'all later. (laughs) Good night. Night, everybody.